Hello, everybody. This is Mindy with Revive Your Soul with Mindy Joy. Is that the name of it? Or Revive Your Soul with Mindy? One of those two um, podcasts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's today is September 1st, 2023. What a great time to do a podcast because it's the first day of a new month, new beginnings. I love new beginnings, a fresh chance to get it right, do it again. Um, be open to newness of life. New beginnings are beautiful. And so I wanted to talk about wisdom because I'm in the book of Proverbs. And, and so the title of this podcast is what is wisdom anyways? And I get a little frustrated sometimes like with quote unquote Christianese. And if you're new to this, um, station, I am going to be in the book of Proverbs, which is in, um, it's Hebrew literature, it's Jewish literature, and it's also Christian literature. And it just has a lot of great information in it about how to do life. So I actually taught this class at a school um, where there was a lot of people that were new to this country. And they came from I, I taught a class on Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, and they came from different nations that Christianity was not the dominant religion. There there were other, a lot of them were from um, um, Asian countries. Um, I had one from Siberia. I had um, just amazing, amazing, bright, talented, gifted, brilliant students but Christianity, for the most part, was not what they were raised in. It wasn't part of their culture. So they couldn't really tell you the details of the story of Christmas or the story of what we call Easter. Um, and so I found that really fascinating. And it was really fun to communicate and just explain these, you know, what does amen mean? I mean, you know, you talk to Christians, amen, amen, or, you know, bless you, God bless you. Like, what do we mean? Do we even know what we mean when we say those things? And when we say walk in wisdom, you know, be sure you're, you're, um, operating in wisdom. What are we talking about? Well, if you really, really want a very intellectual, knowledgeable, scholarly answer, I really suggest that you Google it and look up the Hebrew and everything. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend. I mean, I did look up those things, but I um, Revive Your Soul with Mindy Joy is exactly that. It's encouraging you. So I'm not even trying to stand in the shoes of a um, of a scholarly Bible teacher. And I suggest that you find one <clears throat> just on wisdom. You could just Google, you could just Google it. And there's all kinds of YouTubes and wonderful people out there that can talk about just, uh, just that, like it could break down the word wisdom and tell you all the Hebrew letters are in it, what, what each letter represents. But after looking at that, I, you know, meditated on that throughout the day. So I'm going to just tell you a few facts that, um, the Hebrew word, wisdom, which is what we're dealing with because we're in the book of Proverbs, which was written, the the language was Hebrew. It's, um, it's a feminine noun, like wisdom could be a noun. I think wisdom can also be used um, as a verb. But, um, and some of the definitions that I saw was like, you know, wise to be wise to, you know, to be, it, it was almost like, a, like you had to do wisdom. It was like something that you do. Um, and Let's see some other things um, about wisdom. Um, the Greek word is Sophia. You might know some people named Sophie. That's where their name came from. What a beautiful thing. Um, it came from the Greek word wisdom. 
I think you pronounce the Hebrew word um, chacham, if I'm saying right, chacham. Um, and don't um, quote me on that, that I said it right. I just like saying that because it makes me sound really cool to you guys, like I'm um, bilingual. And I just gave myself away because I'm not in Hebrew. But it, it says, oh, here we go. I wrote down the definition to be wise, act wisely, make wise, show oneself wise. So when I saw that definition, um, you know, I thought about these are things that you act, these are things that you do to be wise, to act wisely, to make wise. You actually do this, you know, but wisdom is a noun. And in the Hebrew language, they have masculine and feminine, like in the Spanish language. So it's feminine and not to be like all weird, you know, like 2023, all this weirdness with, um, you know, nobody knowing what a woman is and all that. But anyways, um, I know I'm a woman. That's, that's all I'm going to say on that. But uh, to be wise, you know, that because it's, uh, people might get confused with, okay, it's feminine, but, you know, the Bible says Jesus is the wisdom of God. It's not saying Jesus is feminine. I'm going to tell you the Mindy version of what this means because I'm like, okay, how can I, what came to me about feminine, um, female is the only thing that can give birth. Just fact, okay? That's just park it there. Female is the only thing that gives birth. And wisdom gives birth to creativity, real good creativity. Wisdom gives birth to doing wonderful things for other people. Wisdom gives birth to joy. Wisdom gives birth to success. Wisdom gives birth to other generations. When it talks about, in Proverbs, it talks about wisdom. It talks about that your future generations are going to do great because you operated in wisdom. It talks about how your future, your children and your children's children can have a very good life. And I really want to say the word blessed, but I want, you know, that's another way to talk about, that's kind of the definition of blessed is like to do something wonderful for somebody, to say something wonderful, like you're blessed. It's just wonderful, goodness, happiness, shalom, peace, um, nothing missing, nothing broken, everything complete. You know, um, you're not needing anything. You're not, it's just all, you got everything you could ever want. So, um, that's, you know, wisdom is something that we do. It's not just something you can't just sit on a chair and, and just, you can't even just read the Bible. It, it's the first step maybe, or one of the steps to gaining wisdom, but you have to actually practice, practice it in your life. And, and Proverbs talks about like, that like, you know, listening to people who are more learned from you, being humble, being quiet and not talking and doing more listening, um, not responding angrily when other people are angry, but softening your response to just bring the tone down. I mean, it, it talks about so many things. And I got on this whole um, rabbit hole thing just because I wanted to expound on Proverbs 14, 15, and 16, because that's what I was focusing on this morning. And I have a whole history in Proverbs. I love Proverbs. I started reading them and used to read a proverb a day and um, about like 33 years ago or so. And I would also um, just sometimes when I would do, I wasn't reading the Bible through the year, but I would choose like four chapters in a day. And I would often choose chapters in Proverbs and Psalms. Like those are my go-to. I love those two books. So the, it's the book of Proverbs is very precious to me. And I find it very interesting and fascinating and really one of the easiest, 
books in the Bible to apply to real life. So um, uh, also exploring from the book of Mindy, what is wisdom anyways? Um, wisdom is the answer to all life's problems. Wisdom is that one right answer, like to as far as um, how should I act as a parent? How should I act as a child? How should I act as a wife? How should I act as a husband? Um, how should I act as in business? How should I operate in business as an entrepreneur? You know, actually talks about that. How should I act as a soldier? There's actually literal instructions on that. Um, how should I, um, how should I approach God? How should I behave as somebody who believes in God? Um, how was creation formed? Um, oh, all these things are in the book of Proverbs and it's the answer, the right answer to everything. Not a whole lot of different ways to do things, but there's one right answer, one truth and one perfect way to go that you get the shortcut that it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, it, it's as if God were telling you the answers to all the problems that are going to come your way so that when temptation comes or bad advice comes, you can skip all that, just jump right over it and not be tricked, not be fooled and be successful in everything that's good that you, everything that's good. When I say good, that means that it's not going to cause harm to you or others. It's going to bring honor to God. Um, it's going to be something, whenever it's going to bring honor to God, that means it's something that's lovely, that's loving, that brings prosperity to other people, you know, brings people up out of, um, broken dreams, brings healing to other people. So, um, that's, um, what is wisdom anyways? That's my experience with wisdom. And like I said, it gives birth to dreams. It gives birth to godly dreams. And that's where, I like to, in my big imagination, which I'm not teaching you out of imagination, so I'm actually going to read the word of God. I don't like, you know, don't ever take my imagination for truth. Only take the word of God for truth. But, you know, God did give us these minds, like my late husband used to say, he gave us a brain not just to part our ears, but, you know, to think with. And and so the fact that it is a, a feminine noun and nobody really knows, like, why was this noun chose feminine and this one was chose masculine? I mean, we can just speculate, but I do think it's because, you know, God created everything and God, um, God is the ultimate creator of everything and anything, including the air you're breathing right now, including the eyes that you're seeing with, including the ears that you're actually hearing this podcast, including the life that you are even alive and exist period. He's the author of your very existence. Um, so it, so God gives life to things and the feminine, um, you know, like a woman, we give life to things. We're the only gender that can give birth, but of course we can't give birth without a man, you know, <laughs> that's a, but so it's not like we get the full credit for the whole thing, but we are the ones who we, you know, we're the ones who give birth period. Um, you know, that's the end of the story there. So. So um, in Luke eleven forty nine it says Jesus is the wisdom of all. Um, some I can't read my my writing. I actually wrote down the scripture, but Jesus is the wisdom of God. Um, he's the treasure of all wisdom and knowledge. He he is the wisdom of God. Um, we could always, if you just read the Gospels, you want to know what God would sound like if He was actually talking to you and in the flesh. Read the Gospels. Um, and then James 1.5 says, anybody who asks God for wisdom, that God will give it to you generously. Like God's all open arms. I'll give you wisdom. I'll give you the, you know, 
Um, and it's through his word. It's never anything that when I say his word, I mean the Bible. It's never anything that contradicts the Bible. Um, and then what seems like it's unrelated, but it's very related to me about how I'm going to approach this right now is, um, do, do you all remember that song, Proud Mary? You know, Tina Turner recently um, left this earth and what the song that made her famous, remember Ike and Tina Turner, or you've heard of them, or you know, they they were iconic. And she did that song, Proud Mary, and she started it. And she said, we're going to begin the beginning of this song nice and easy. We never do anything nice and easy. But she says, we do everything nice and rough, you know, so I was just thinking of myself. And I thought, you know, I'm going to explain wisdom, you know, from my point of view. But the way that my mind, mind works, nothing is ever nice and easy. Like my mind, God gave me, you know, creativity. He gave me a real love for his word. He gave me a wonderment that I can just start to read a chapter and go, wow, wow. And just reading a, f a few verses just makes me think of maybe like 15 different things that are beautiful and wonderful and things that I've applied and experience I had. And it's like I can write you know, a storybook or a book on, on so many things, just reading like two scriptures that I just had this beautiful movie in my mind. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just a natural born, um, like to expound on scriptures, storyteller, not like a made up story, but I'm kind of that person. I mean, I love to, I was, I loved that when I was teaching my son homeschooling, I loved to read stories to him. I love to hear stories, you know, so with further ado, <laughs> um, I'm going to take you down a lot of different paths. So I'm starting out really nice, and it's going to be a really nice ride staying here with me, and it's going to be easy, but it's going to take you through um, a lot of interesting paths that um, are not going to be, I'm not like other people, so um, I'm a little unique. I've been told I'm a little quirky in a good way. And so um, just stay with me, y'all. Um, if you do that, I promise you it will be entertaining. So here we go. Proverbs 14, and I'm reading out of the Passion Bible, which I love. I bought this Bible um, maybe a little over a year ago, and it's entitled The House of Wisdom. And it says, every wise woman encourages and builds up her family. So we could stop right there. It says, um, Proverbs chapter 14, every wise woman, okay, I'm a woman, so I that catches my attention. It's like, okay, yeah, what's the next thing going to say? What what do I need to do to be in that category? And the and if you're a man and you're um, a father or you believe in God to be a husband one day, you're young, or you already are a husband, um, or you're dealing with other women in your life, it will help you identify what is a wise woman. And she's somebody who encourages and builds up her family. You know, builds up is like motivates, speak words of life, um, uh, motivates, inspires. She's encouraging, motivating, inspiring, 
Uh, you could use this in the, in the business world, just anything. You're somebody with your friends. A wise woman is encouraging, inspiring, and motivating. And number one, her family, her, your family are the people who you're around every day. It's the home that you live in. So wherever you live, where you tend to just let your hair down and be moody when you want to be moody or you come home at the end of a work day and you're a little crabby because maybe you're tired and you're hungry and you got the next day and it's, you know, daylight savings is already, you know, begun where you turn the clocks back. Is it back or forward? Whichever, when it gets darker earlier and it's like, ah, oh, no, I got all this stuff to do for tomorrow and I'm already tired and I got to feed the kids. It's like, I got to, you know, uh, so, you know, putting that aside, it's like when we have those attitudes, I'm making this biographical here, but when we have the autobiographical that is, but when we have these attitudes that we just go, okay, I'm going to be a wise woman today. So I'm going to be in this. I'm going to be encouraging. I'm going to be motivational. I'm going to be inspirational. And even in that, God might give me wisdom. Say, for example, if I'm, you know, making dinner for my family or when my son used to live at home, it's like, I know we're doing takeout tonight. <laughs> that in a certain situation may actually be wisdom or how about a cold dinner, everybody? I'll make some really interesting salads and I whip it up, you know, so to speak. And I, I put it together. I find some protein to put on there and I've got some raw vegetables. I make it interesting and an interesting dressing and everybody's happy and they had a healthy dinner. So I'm encouraging them and inspiring them and motivating them from the inside, from their digestive system and their brain and their heart and everything else. So that's just like one example. But she encourages and inspires and motivates her family. Now, whenever it says positive, I want you to watch out that from the time um, we get up in the morning, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. You have an enemy that hates you just because God created you and you're wonderfully made and you're made in his image, whether you are a Christian or not. Um, and, um, and you can become a Christian by receiving Jesus. You can become, um, not only made in his image and his creation, but you can become an actual child of God by receiving Jesus. So I don't ever want to leave that part out, but because we have an enemy and we, the devil's real and he's out, you know, it, it's a real thing, whether you think this is silly or not, there is an enemy. He hates mankind and he's the one that tries to discourage you. He's the one that tells you you're not good enough. You don't have enough and you'll never be enough. So just know that when you, when you set forth to be encouraging, motivational and inspirational, you're going to feel like everything but that. You're going to feel like you need yourself encouragement, inspiration, and motivation. And you might feel very needy because you're setting out to be that kind of person. So I just want to encourage anybody, if you're feeling that way today, just remember you have an enemy and he cannot, he doesn't want you to be, I keep repeating myself, but these are three important words to act like, to be encouraging, motivational, and inspirational. He doesn't want you to be that way to other people. So he's going to tell you to shut up. Um, don't be outgoing like that. Don't, you know, nobody cares anyways. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. So when you have those ideas to say something to the person next to you, um, just keep silent or, you know, oh, you're too tired anyways. Just put on the TV or the YouTube or check out your social media and just chill, put up your feet or whatever. Like he'll try to just get you off of that. Um, and the other thing, he might try to make you angry and just go, you know, let's take that same scenario. You come home from work um, or whatever. You might be homeschooling 
You might be blessed not to have to work. You might be retired and you're the grandma and you're, you know, still um, watching your grandkids that day. And, you know, we start feeling, and this could be men too or whoever, you start feeling sorry for yourself. Like, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. You know, like, whatever. Like, it's like, I have a worse than everybody. Nobody knows how tired I am. And here I am all alone. And they're expecting me to make dinner. But I'm hungry myself, blah, blah, blah. It could just be the littlest thing that we start to get off. And, and then where goes the smile from our face or, you know, the creativity, you know, whatever. Where does that go to, like, how can I make dinner an enjoyable experience where this could be a memory, this can be a time of laughter, this could be a time of everybody becoming unstressed, you know, unwinding. Like, instead of that, you know, every then it's like we can, you know, start to nag people or make them feel bad or start, you know, like we could ask ourselves, where did that come from? I, I'm, I started out wanting to be encouraged, encouraging, and I wound up... Um, being just the opposite. So these are things just in the very first um, verse. I got all of that. See, see, this is how I roll. Um, it says, but a foolish woman over time will tear it down by her own actions. That means her family. She'll tear down her family. And if you're one of those precious, um, um, wonderful um, people that are not married and um, you're um, single, um, then I don't like the word unmarried because it sounds like you're on something that you should do, but you know, you, you are living by yourself and, um, or you have a roommate, you know, you don't have a natal family, then, you know, it's the same thing than the people that are in your life or even talking to yourself that way. So see how much I got out of just verse one. So this is how like I get wisdom and my, um, my late pastor used to say it, he used to say called the flip flop um, verse. I don't know, did he do it exactly like that? But what is the opposite that the verse is saying? If the verse is saying every wise woman encourages and builds up her family, that means every unwise woman, every foolish woman, that's the opposite of like wise, um, discourages and tears down her family. It could be with your words or, you know, whatever, or you're just not willing to, you know, you're real late picking up your kid. You just don't care. Or you tell them, um, you know, get a ride with somebody who's, um, you know, that is actually not good company for that person or doesn't treat your child that nicely, something like that. So I came up with all the scenarios. Um, I talked about wisdom. I'm 22 minutes, a little over 22 minutes into this. And that's, I just got that on one verse, one verse and just talking about wisdom. So I'm just going to leave you with one verse and I'm going to end this podcast, but I love this verse. It really, I use this verse for loneliness. It just nips loneliness in the bud for me, but it's, um, Proverbs seven, four, and there's different translations, but it says, say to wisdom, you are my sister and say to understanding you are my kin, meaning my intimate friend or my cousin. So I always found that, you know, I always wanted a sister, but I never had an, a natal sister. Um, and, and there's times, you know, whatever, like I want, you know, you wish that you had a friend, you know, right there and then it could be three o'clock in the morning to talk to or something you're going through that for whatever reason you can't share, it's not appropriate to share about, um, or because other people in, are involved, or it could be that um, just anything, you find yourself by yourself just going through, just going through hardship, of any whether it's emotional, 
physical or all the, you know, or all the above, but say to wisdom, ah, you are my sister. Jesus is the wisdom of God. God is with you all the time. Say to God, you know, you can be my best friend right now. You are my best friend. I, you know, you, God is the one you ultimately want to get all your comfort from. That doesn't mean in lieu of, you know, isolating yourself from people, but you want your wisdom to come from your relationship with God, you know, through, um, the word of God, number one, you have to know the word of God to really learn the voice of God. And then as you start to pray and cultivate, you know, in training, learning the voice of God, the, how he speaks to you in a still small voice, you start to learn how to flow with the spirit, with the um, direction of the Holy spirit. And, you know, just think if you're dealing with God, who's a spirit, um, just think in comparison, like if you were to meet somebody who is going to be your best friend, but you both speak two completely different languages, like you speak, you know, you speak English is maybe your predominant language and say um, their language, I'll just, you know, make this up as Korean. Well, you can maybe do hand gestures and you could do, you know, um, it, it's going to take you, you know, just think even in the natural, how you're all going to have to both come in the middle and learn each other's language, do storyboards or something so you can communicate how much more God who you can't see do you need to spend time with and try to learn his language, which is the word, learn his language, learn what he likes, learn what he doesn't like. Um, and this is somebody who's going to love you, um, not just somebody, but the God, the, your creator that, um, you know, your creator, there's only one, there's only one who created you that loves you more than anyone in the whole world and knows you more than anyone in the whole world because he designed you before you even existed. Think about that. Okay. With that, um, I'm going to end this podcast and um, be blessed. I just pray that this was a blessing to somebody in Jesus' name, whether I ever come to meet you or not. Um, I feel during the daytime when I make these podcasts or at night, I'm making this podcast at night, I feel such a burning desire, like you have to make this podcast about this, that somehow, whether it's in my lifetime or after I leave this earth, this there's something that I might have said that's going to answer um a pro not necessarily a problem, maybe a problem or just encourage, inspire or motivate you in some way. And it's all worth it just for that. And so I feel connected to you, invisible person, whoever you are. And, um, and very grateful and honored that God would use me in any way in your life. So I'm signing out right now. Um, grace and peace in the name of Jesus.